Welcome to Cram Bamble, a podcast about, let's be honest, it's about movies and games and sometimes talk about vampires. My name's Taz. <laughs> I'm Kirsten and ghosts. And ghosts. And, ghosts and, and zombies on oh, occasion. All right, okay, fair enough. Look, it is pretty paranormal, but we do, yeah. I actually mentioned that in my Instagram post today. Mm-hmm. I just went, I'm going to wear a little skull pin and hopefully that'll keep us on topic. On theme. <laughs> yeah. if- so if you look at it and I'll look at it and then we can... Stay on I have to stare at the pin. Yep. If you have questions or supernatural theories or weird shower thought questiony things, send them into crambamblepodcast at gmail.com. If you are listening to this on iTunes, we've had a recent bump, please, please, please give us a review. It helps us bump up in the rankings and maybe some other people around the world will find this podcast too. We can also be followed on Spotify and on Podbean. We have a Twitter. We have an Instagram. I think that covers it. Yep. There you go. That's knocked out of the way. So I'm playing a game at the moment called No Man's Sky, and I bounce between space stations where I sell different things. And this got me onto the thought of if we finally start interacting with an alien species, what resource does Earth have that we would sell to make money in the universe? Because we were talking about equity last night. Right. Well, just on the topic of getting a bump in our listeners, I had a whole thing about Virginia. (laughs) So we can come back to that. Yes. We'll come back to Virginia. And most of our... Yeah, huge. Yeah. We had a huge bump in just people from Virginia. Mm. So I wanted to talk about Virginia for a bit. as a big thank you. Okay, now that we've completely sidetracked my question to be ignored, let's talk about Virginia. No, 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 it's all right. No, it's too late now. You'd already mentioned the no, bump you've and then I was it. like, oh, it's already. And then oh, you're all like, goodness. Some, something about a video game this again. This is why i got to work with, guys. A video this game. Is, can you just let's talk about a video game? Just, is that what we're doing? Just put yourself in my shoes, guys. Like, this is what i got to work with. Constantly derailing my awesome questions. <sighs> tenuous segue so you can talk about segue. games you play. <laughs> no, it wasn't a tenuous segue. It was just a reason why I was thinking about it. What resource would humanity have, and Earth, I presume, until we start terraforming other planets, would we have to then get into the galactic market? You were mentioning sugar. As a random thing, yeah. yeah. Like, but, I mean, there's no way to tell what they would need or want. They could yeah. be silicon-based life forms and have no need for anything we've got. That's true. Or they were desperate for our sand. Yes. I mean, could be. Maybe that's Maybe. what they eat or breathe, you know? True. Who knows? Carbon there is monoxide. no possible way to... we got a butt-ton of that. Just filter it and oh, send it off. Oh, can I just... Um... Nope. Dramatic pause. I'll yep. have to edit that out. Yeah, please do. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Can I just... What's the word I'm looking for? Interruption? All right, never mind then. (laughs) What was it? Well, people always... Actually, Joe Rogan mentioned it and it really annoyed me. He was like, "Um, isn't it crazy how we take in oxygen and give out carbon dioxide? That's crazy that we can convert it so perfectly. We're like little carbon dioxide machines pumping it out. But if that were the case, and I think it's a huge misconception... Mm -hmm. That that's how it works. We wouldn't be able to perform CPR. Yeah. So we're actually breathing out a lot of oxygen as well. Yeah, apparently we only take a very small amount of oxygen out of the air that we're breathing. Yeah. I just, yeah. I don't know. I really wanted to put that out there to be like, guys, CPR wouldn't work if we breathed no. out nothing but carbon dioxide. I think that plays into why you can hold your breath for a while because you're still kind of pulling that oxygen out of your lung capacity. Yeah. And why, like, um, suffocating takes a while. Yes. Not like in the movies where you're like, oh, there's a bag on my head. Oh, no, I'm dead. It would be quite some time. Yeah, imagine the original horror movie or whatever, you know, action movie where someone was suffocated and they had like a real military person who's kind of like doing the, what's the word I'm looking for? 
consultation. Yep. And so they've got a five-minute choking scene, and then the editing guy on the scrap floor is like, I'm going to cut that down to 15 seconds. And that became the norm. And, yeah, it's, it's so part of people's psyche. They're like, you can choke in 10 seconds. Yeah. Like, no, it takes a really long time. How many failed attempted murders because somebody watched only movies and TV shows and thought that's how long it took, and then someone faked it, and they just left him. They're like, or they're not even wait. faked it because you do pass out. True. So they're like, oh, yeah, he's dead, and all he's done is pass out. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger chokes out so many people with his, like, massive biceps. Yeah. And then does it 15 seconds. He's like, he's unconscious. I don't think he's dead. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Unless Arnie's this massive serial killer and we didn't know. I reckon know. we could sell Arnie to some aliens. Like, he's a pretty big specimen. Wow. Yeah. That was such a weird jump. Yeah. Even my brain was like, hmm. I'm used to, I'm fine with jumping on different tracks and rails. It's you know? kind of the same. We were, yeah, it, we were talking about resources oh. we could sell. We could probably sell carbon dioxide. We've got a chunk of it. There is no possible way to tell. I don't even want to entertain this, I'm afraid. Because, I mean, like I said, it could be toenail clippings. Who knows? That would be scary, though. If we could sell toenail clippings, what would stop them from just farming us? Dun, dun, dun. It has to be something that, that we don't produce. so funny if it was like, they, they, were, they were nice. Yeah. So all those women getting pedicures, you go to an intergalactic pedicure spa. Oh, and they collect like, all? Yeah, yeah, they just collect all your, your clippings. Ah, they still charge us, though. Win, win, win. Scumbags. Yeah, exactly. So it's double win for them. They're getting paid for their own resources. Boom. True. They don't have to pay anything. And it's win, win for us because we get all like, oh, they do a full spa because it's obviously something in, oh, come on, what enzyme is in hair and nails? I don't know. Why don't you know this? Because I'm not a doctor. Oh, I'm just a podcaster. Come on. It's on the tip of my brain. But I mean, when I say tip, yes. I mean like buried under a mountain of clothes. Wow. So. Okay. It's there, but I don't want to have to shift the clothes. So there's an enzyme in hair and nails that we all know. It's the clothes chair. And you know that your wallet's underneath it. And you're like, I don't feel like going out for food now. And then you just lay back down in your bed. There's probably a lot of people in that situation right now. Yes, that's why I used it as an analogy for the thing that's on the top of my It was a good brain. analogy I that I still really want to look for it. Wow. Um. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm going to okay. call this episode The Domestic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've lost my train of thought now. Mm. What was I on about? Toenail clippings. Oh, yeah. That'd be sweet. You get like a full spy because it's hair and nails. So you can get like a full wax, pedicure, manicure. Haircut. I don't know. I think that's just. But the- then, then there's like an evil one who's like, oh, if we just keep them here and feed them, like well, that's what I was thinking. I was always, I'd always be worried. Like, why don't we just cut out the the, the manicure process mm-hmm. and we just, you know? But it doesn't make sense if you think of it in a, like a parasitic way, mm. killing us. They're getting less hair and nails, but like looking after oh, us and killing- making sure. I mean, like farming us like animals, keeping us alive. Feeding us the essential proteins and nutrients to make our hair and nails or whatever they're farming. Yeah. Just pumping that. Like, we're just in cages, like battery chickens. Oh, that sounds bad. The irony. I liked my idea better with these happy, friendly spar aliens. Yeah, you've gone for like, I think it'd be okay. Whereas my brain's gone full cynical going, they're going to farm us. I'm imagining blue aliens. They're like, oh, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're filing your nails. Oh, goodness. (laughs) That seems like a way too much work. I mean, that could be like the holistic farm where they farm all over our No, toenails. what they do is they've done market research. They've come down here and gone, who are the most successful nail salons? The ones who talk to their clients, but mm. also don't. So they've got like, they chatter off in their own language as well. Yeah, the cynic in me is still worried that we're going to get enslaved. 
I think it's best just to avoid that. All right. What else could they farm? From us? I don't want to think about us. Yeah, no. Jeez, that got gross. No thanks. Even, even like sweat and tears. Yeah. It'll be some weird resource that we have. But we're carbon. So whatever thing comes out of our body, it's more abundant in the environment. You know what I mean? If they can change it and conf- convert it. I mean, maybe we, we've got one one weird process in our bodies that we take for granted, but like we're gut the only bacteria. species that does it. Have we done this before? I we've done like gut we've bacteria. Talked, yeah, we have. Twice. Oh my God. We're a little obsessed with gut bacteria. <laughs> You're obsessed with gut bacteria. I am. You brought it up twice. Probiotics. Yeah, okay. Yo plate. It's French for yogurt. That, okay. What has that got to do with anything? Probiotics. Yogurt helps gut bacteria. Oh, I yes. can't have it. I am lactose intolerant. Kimchi. Kim. Uh, I don't know where this episode is right now. <laughs> Do we mention our socials? Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. All right. Maybe is, there like we'll a, do... is there like a carbon monoxide leak down here? Maybe My we're just getting real weird. Question was... Yes. Do you think... Sometimes. That's awesome. Just realized my phone is not on silent. I couldn't... Mine is. Um, I couldn't find the answer to this question because I had one of those shower thoughts and I'm like, oh, I wonder if the internet can help me. It Why didn't not. you email it to us? What email... <laughs> Instead of sitting right next to you and going, hey, Taz, there's this question I but have. But if you email it, we remember it. Yeah, right. Mm. Well, I remember it right now. Okay. So. Fair call. Go. I was thinking, so you know spirits trapped in spirit vessels? Yes. If they don't interact with anyone, mm-hmm. you know, like a human being in solitary confinement, mm-hmm. would they go insane? Quite possibly. I dare say that's why, like, the really old ones become very dangerous. Hmm. And it's, yeah, it's not that they're more powerful. They're just... Mental. Yes. Ah. Although there is the argument that the more insane they are, the stronger they are. Who argues that? All of the scientists that do ghost things. <laughs> scientists that do ghost things. Like, I look over in the corner and there's a dude in a hood like shaking his head at me, like making the, the don't talk about it sign. Uh, He's gonna I mean, Illuminati yeah. pendant on. I'm like, I mean, um, so what's up with Bigfoot? Ooh. <laughs> Scientists that study ghosts. Yes. You know that old group? Yes. Those famous ones. Yes. <laughs> Spiritus scientificus. Yeah. I don't know. I was just thinking about that. And when you Google that exact phrase, you get um, everything about alcohol because you've used the word spirit and oh. spirit vessel. So all they're like is like, oh. these are bottles for booze. And I'm uh. like, that's not a spirit vessel I meant. Gotcha. <laughs> yes. The internet has not quite caught up with paranormal investigation ah what's the name of that really old text the maleficorum it was like an italian one i don't remember the name of it but apparently it's the the official quote unquote doing air quotes here uh guide for exorcisms dealing with the supernatural that kind of thing i thought that was like solomon's blah that one's dealing more with the magical application of runes and symbols etc etc Oh, okay. The Key of Solomon. Yeah, that's for binding. No, I don't think it was called the Key of Solomon. No? No. Something else? Not the one that I was looking at. Did I take a picture of it? Yes, I did. The Testament of Solomon. Okay. Well, I mean, there's a few. It's a a... demonic encyclopedia for serious demonologists. That's one I didn't know about. Now I need it. Okay. Yeah, even I wanted that. I was like, that'll help me with my ghost cakes. Which we don't have to discuss. No, thank you. We're not discussing No ghost cakes. It's okay. Goodness gracious. It would help me with my ghost ghost cakes. My ghost cakes. Um, Yeah, Virginia, super cool facts. Did you know one of their major cryptids is the bunny man? Yes. Did you know much about the bunny man? I read it to you from the book when you weren't listening and you were on your phone. 
and Chaz thought it was the funniest thing because he went crazy and like attacked someone and smashed in their window with a hammer. There are there are two theories about the bunny. Okay, man. tell me the theories. Well, one is that yeah, he was an escaped mental patient who just like put rabbit furs on him. Makes sense. And another one was, do you remember there was an episode of? Actually, no, it's not quite that. Anyway, there was an experiment that went wrong, and he is half rabbit. Ooh. That's the other second theory, which I much prefer. Yes. But do you remember that episode of Invader Zim where there was the chicken man? Yes. There's just a man stuck in a chicken suit. Yes. <laughs> That's what Ooh. I'm imagining is this guy, like, went to a Halloween party. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Easter. Easter. That makes more sense. Could Dressed as a bunny. Yes. And, like, had a major concussion and woke up in the woods and... Or he took, like, some crazy hallucinogenic mushrooms or something, mm. and now he's like, I'm a rabbit man. I like that. What if it is, like you said, a regular dude in a rabbit suit who has been possessed by a ghost or a demon, and so it doesn't understand that he's a dude in a rabbit suit, just as I don't care, and now the flesh of the dude inside the suit is rotting as the demon essentially runs around and terrorizes people. That works, too. Yes. The demon rabbit man of Virginia. Oh, I like it. I like it. There was another interesting fact, not a cryptid fact, unfortunately, not even paranormal, but interesting nonetheless. Okay, shoot. Uh, It's so cool that I think it was was worth worth introducing. The first woman-run bank in the US started in Richmond, Virginia. Okay. Even better, Maggie Lena Walker was a a successful African-American businesswoman. Nice. Who started a bank in 1903. But no ghosts or demons involved. Unfortunately, I mean, maybe. Lucky for them, I guess. Unless they made a deal with the devil in order to get their bank set up. That's a lot of banks these days, I think. I think there's a lot of nefarious stuff going on. Yes. I mean, perhaps. Look, there could be. If we did some deep digging, horrible things happened in those days. It's Mm. the era of Jim Crow, so... Oh, mm, damn. Yeah. I wonder how many bank... Ooh, I wonder how many secured... What are they called? Safety deposit boxes in banks have occult items in them. Do you reckon there's a divining rod for it? Hells yeah. Because that would be cool. I need it. I want to find some of yeah, this stuff in you? Melbourne. Oh, that would be so cool to be able to just walk into an antiques yes. dealer and be like, mm, that, 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 and that. That one. I want that one. Mm. But if you were an antiques dealer and you knew, mm. like you had a divining rod for true spirits. It'd be the thing you keep in the glass case, exactly. I guess. Exactly. And you're like, that's $4 million. Because <laughs> there's people like you and I are like, oh, if I had the money, I would definitely buy that. Oh, I can just imagine you going, how much is this chair? $75. That's a very small chair. It's very old. Mm. How much for this book? Four unicorn horns. Wait, what? <laughs> Four unicorn horns. Why unicorn horns? If you don't know why, you don't deserve it. Unicorns. Yeah. The, the mythical animal. Yes. Unicorn. Oh, okay. So it's okay to have like an occult item, but the, once we bring unicorns into it, it doesn't make sense? Yeah. Where's the line then? I've just drawn it. Wow. Unicorns, baby. That is so. There's something like little girls believe in. Little girls, yes, and older ladies that like to do lots of yoga. Do they believe in unicorns? Some of them do. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. you hung out with so many old yoga ladies. <laughs> I didn't say old. I said older. Older yoga ladies. Older than little girls, but Fair just enough. as mentally equipped. Fair enough. We're straying into dangerous We're territory. Straying into dangerous territory. <laughs> I've got my list of people that I insult on the podcast. Oh. Yoga people. Wiccans. I don't... I like both of those people. (gasps) There's a business idea. Wiccan yoga. Wiccan yoga? Yeah. I'm sure there's got to be a few somewhere in New York. Oh, man. And I also incorporate black coffee. And then you could have, like, it's the Black Sabbath and you do yoga in black. Oh. And then 
have some coffee afterwards. Could be. And it's not like anything to do with the occult, but you have, because you have black coffee and wear black. Oh. You'd be like, it's the Black Sabbath. It's a tenuous connection. That's pretty much my middle name. I know. <laughs> We've established that. That's your that's your hacker name. Tenuous connection. Oh man, that's my everything name. That's your everything name. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the name of your I think I've said this already, the name of your autobiography. Yeah, maybe. Or biography. Maybe we can get Stephen King to write your biography. <sighs> that would be the greatest epitaph ever. Mm. I would love that. It would not end well though. Oh, I don't mind. Freaking Stephen King wrote my biography. You'd probably be dead if he's writing your biography, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Did, and spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler (laughs) alert. Did Mike die in It? No. There we go. I want to be Mike. Ed died. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be Mike. That sounds cool. He's the best character of all of them. Why? He's just cool. What makes him the coolest, though? Well, that he stayed and was, like, stoic and oh, okay. protected the town. Whereas was, the rest of them are like, wee! Because he was watching the lighthouse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. That's fair. It's just something about that, like... Oh, he wasn't, like, don't get me wrong, he was a cool character. I liked what his character And he had was. a fairly good life besides that. Seemed lonely. He did seem lonely, but he knew he couldn't have wife yeah, and kids, so it just town. wasn't for him. I wonder if he ever ended up leaving Derry afterwards. I think he would have. In my mind, he married the attractive librarian lady because you know he had such a crush on her did he and she liked him as well but he was like no did this i can miss never this happen. chapter as well oh god it was probably a sentence or two it was such a but i was like yay mike's got a friend wow, okay <laughs> yeah the only other librarian person i can remember is they had the the high schooler who was volunteering when ben went in and he was freaking out and it was talking to him yeah i remember that where he got his uh renewal of his uh library card I don't, yeah, I think I missed some chapters because I was listening to the audiobook and I think I skipped out some accidentally. Damn it. I missed some good parts, I guess. I think, I thought I did that, but I don't think I did. Mm. But yes, it was very good. Oh God, guys, we could talk about this forever. Stephen King's It is, don't even bother with the films. Just read the book. I love anything that has great old ones in it. They're my favorite kind of horror monster. Well, that that was actually way worse of a spoiler than mine. Oh. Honestly, because, yeah, you don't know that. And I didn't know that for the whole book. Okay. Well, I'll I'll just put this in the description. Spoilers for it. Yeah, exactly. Big spoilers for it. Sorry, guys. But yeah, I don't know. I did get to... He does it. He's so clever that if he'd... If someone had told me that it was about a crazy old god spider thing and then they go into the, like, negaverse and then Mm. there's a giant turtle, I'd be like, I'm not reading this. This is like someone's acid trip. That makes me want to read it more than going... It's a psychotic clown. I'm like, I don't care. That's dumb. But when really? you go, the, the whole clown thing kept me from watching the movies in general. I was like, this is stupid. Actually, I, don't care about yeah, I will clown. admit, I was exactly the same. But I like that was a flip. writing. No, no, no. I was the same about the killer clown. That's oh, okay. lame. Yeah. But yeah, no. If someone had said to me that, <laughs> and then to kill it, they had to like pass out in the real world and go on like a mind bending, altering trip. The ritual of chud. Yeah, and then. The turtle was dead. Yes. <laughs> like, what? Oh no! Spoilers. What? I'm gonna have to put like yeah, definitely have to put a spoiler warning. Awkward. Yeah, yeah. Turtle. Definitely. Which is dead. <laughs> Awkward turtle. Cosmic turtle. Oh, I was sad. You know what? Of all the characters that died, yeah, the cosmic turtle was my my biggest. One. It wasn't in it for a lot though. Oh, but the way he spoke, he was so cool. That's true. 
I... He was like a cool, like, hippie guru. Yes. Mm, I love that. He's my favourite character. I'm going to have to listen to the audiobook of Pet Cemetery by Michael C. Hall. That sounds good. Because I listened to the original, which was great. It was recorded years and years ago, and I think someone who was really good at the accents from that area, Maine, is it? Mm. Um, but Michael C. Hall's great and everything. It does make you want to go to Maine, but I would be constantly on the lookout for, like, weird people and creatures I'd, and oh, stuff. Spoilers for Pet Cemetery. I'd be looking several times before I cross a road. Yeah. In those neighborhoods. I do not want to get hit by a truck. No. No, thank you. No, no, no. But, yeah, it, the actual descriptions of the scenery and things, it just sounds beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. You do want to go there. It just sounds lovely. And the little towns and mm-hmm. the communities. Yeah. Oh, I, I stopped reading. I stopped. Yeah, I got hooked into the games. But yeah, I was. Oh, that's right. I was listening to. There you go, the kids. Stand. There's a cautionary tale. <laughs> yes. Just don't start Stephen King if you've got a game you need to play because you'll get drawn away. I was listening to The Stand. And I don't know, there was something about the, I don't think, it wasn't the style of writing, because it's always the same, but the story wasn't grabbing me at the time. This was just as we What's were starting the stand to- about? About the super virulent uh, disease that's like ripping through America. Oh, I saw a hilarious tweet. Yes, you were telling me about it. Yeah, where Stephen King wrote, the stand is nothing like coronavirus. Mm. It's totally different. And someone had written underneath, how would you even know if you even re- read the book? Yeah. There are some <laughs> dumb dogs out there. Yeah. But I mean, uh, it, yeah, it wasn't grabbing me at the time. I think it's very, it's hard for me, especially with games or movies or and, and books and TV shows, if you've got a certain style or genre that you've been exposed to and then you kind of take a tangent because The Stand isn't like a traditional horror or thriller in that kind of supernatural sense. Yeah. So going from It and Pet Cemetery, which have very like horror supernatural themes, to then go, hey, this is like a worst case scenario about like a super virulent disease. It kind of doesn't have the same feel like, oh, I didn't want to continue on this path or change I this path. I know exactly how you feel. You know that second book you got me? Um, so that I read, I got had two of them. I think it was the... Stranger, and then... The Institute and The Outsider? Yeah, The Institute. The Outsider's a TV show, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. I said to you it would make the most brilliant TV show. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, The Outsider was excellent, and I loved it, and it was cool and supernatural mm. and so good. But I'm only halfway through The Institute. Mm-hmm. There is no, like, uh, supernatural thing. Gotcha. A little bit. Like, the kids have powers, but okay. they're so lame. Like, I can bend spoons, you know, okay, that kind of yeah. thing. So... I don't know, maybe the Institute will make them like X-Men or something. I don't know. But so far I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's that it's that genre where you're like, oh, it's not what I wanted. And it's also people are bad. Yes. So, like, this isn't a spoiler. It happens in the, like the first chapter. Some guys come in and kill this kid's parents. Mm. But it's just guys. Yeah. Like, they're not evil yeah. at all. They just go in and shoot the parents so that they can take the kid and take gotcha. him. And it's actually really, really sad because the kid... He's like, I can't wait to get out of this institute to see my parents. And you know they're dead. Uh-oh. Yeah. And it's even worse because it's like an 11-year-old kid and my son's 11. And I'm mm-hmm. just thinking, oh, if Charlie was in this institute, he's like, oh, I've got to get out. I've got to see my mom and dad. And it's like, oh, they're dead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hope he gets over that somehow. Oh, keep reading. You'll find out. Yeah. I don't know. Like I said, it's all it's all a bit too real. Mm-hmm. 
I want some. That's what I like about Stephen King is I don't have to be scared of it because hey, a demonic bear doesn't exist. Doesn't it though? Oh well, I mean it could. Who knows? I think that was the creepiest thing. He makes innocuous things mm-hmm. scary, and I love that. You know, like a house plant can kill you yeah. in Stephen King land. It could. I think there is even a, a story about that. It was a really good one I read when I was young, and I I'm gonna completely misremember it. But it was about, like, a traveling salesman who was actually Satan. Oh, so good. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, it was really, really good. One of his short stories. Sounds like something they'd turn into a TV show if they haven't already, or they'd pop it into one of the TV shows. Mm. I do like that they're doing more TV shows with Stephen King stuff now. Like, the Castle Rock that we watched. That was awesome. God, Castle Rock was amazing. I'd love to... He just made that, though. That wasn't a book. Yeah, I think that was, that was purely written for TV. It was in his universe. There were probably a lot of Easter eggs that I wouldn't have gotten. Yeah, I wish we'd read more Stephen King before we watched it. I bet there were heaps of Easter eggs. Yeah, I bet there were. Anechoic Chamber. That's cool that that made a reference. The what? It's called an anechoic chamber, the one that's got no sound. Okay. Oh, that's right. Mm. Yes. Apparently you can go, you start hallucinating after half an hour. So they say, yeah. You just think, like, don't you just want to try it? I'm dying to try it. Just so I'd be like, how? It's just quiet. Why would that? But apparently you can hear your organs, like your blood and everything moving in your body. I reckon those kinds of chambers, like the sensory deprivation and like the salt bath chamber, like they do in a lot of movies, would be used to, you know, access latent abilities. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should get some sort of isolation. We got enough space for one. Yeah. All we need, hey, I watch Stranger Things, all we need is one of those giant kiddie pools (laughs) and like 75 bags of salt salt. (laughs) and we can make one. We can just float on it. Yeah. I don't know. I think, would you rather a isolation tank, like a floaty isolation tank, or an anechoic chamber? Floaty isolation tank. Uh, that For sounds sure. more relaxing, that's true. Yes. But I feel like the floaty... Do we have one in Australia? An anechoic? Probably. Oh, Because an- apparently no, there's, they're really difficult to make, and you can, you can get semi-anechoic. Okay. So, they're close, mm. but apparently it's very, very, very difficult to make them. I feel like the sensory deprivation chamber where you're floating in it would be better because then if you create a rift between worlds, you could get pulled down under the water. I feel like that's more thematic and cinematic, look cooler than... It would be you could drown. Yes. I don't know. I've got a bit of a fear of drowning. I know, it's crazy and irrational. I think most people do. (laughs) Most people do. She's got this crazy irrational fear. Oh, it's a phobia. (laughs) I've got drowning phobia. And then I find out that I'm the only human being without gills. And they're on your butt. Dun, dun. What? Because <laughs> I don't look at people's your, butts. Oh. Otherwise, I'd notice. You are never allowed to create, like, superheroes in a story because you'll make the weirdest things. <laughs> butt gill. That's why I really enjoyed it. And everyone should watch this because he's amazing, is Midnight Gospel. I've only watched this episode. I need to get onto watch that. Watch it. So good. Big fan of Duncan. Duncan, if you're out there and you're listening, I highly doubt you are. We should be friends, definitely. Yay. Yes, we should all be friends. <laughs> Sensory deprivation chamber hangouts. Oh, yeah. That sounds awesome. It does. All right. On that note, I think we're done. I think we're done. (laughs) I am tapped for ideas. I should have written something down. I didn't. I was just thinking about the the universal trade thing in that game. And I was like, what resource would Earth produce? True, true. I will go back and just go, seriously, Virginia. Wow. I don't know what happened. How we blew up there. Is it word of mouth? Let us know. Send us an email at crambamblepodcast at gmail.com and just be like, yep, we're from Virginia and we told a whole bunch of friends. Like, we we cannot figure out 
why so many downloads came from If you from are there. from Virginia and you have experienced any of the cool cryptids that apparently you guys just have. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the bunny of, man? Yeah. Can you guys please send us like a story, even if it's a friend of a friend? We want to hear some of the stories that aren't just the ones you get on the internet. We want yeah, some like real some stories. Real stories. That'd yeah. Be great. Throw us, a, throw us a message or an email or something, you know? And also and, reviews on iTunes. And hey, if you're in a different state of America, yeah. territory or province. Yeah. Every state's got some cool um, we, stuff. We will definitely feature you, like we're doing Virginia, who's fantastic. Uh, best ham come from Virginia. Oh. Yep, they've got some good ham there. See, this oh. is the research I do for oh, you guys. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, you tobacco Virginia. growers. <laughs> Google Virginia. Oh, tell me about Virginia. It's in America. Nice. Uh, there was so much stuff about presidents, though, that I was like, eh. Oh, yes. Yeah, it was heaps. I remember Most that. presidents' wives come from Virginia. That old stuff like that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's kind Fun of interesting, facts. but I'm also like, eh, politics. Excellent. All right. Well, this has been Cram Bamble. My name's Taz. And I'm Kirsten. And we will catch you next time. Bye. Bye.